Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. See, there's all kinds of things like that in our life. Should I speak to my son and daughter about this lifestyle? Or should I just be quiet and pray for a while? See, I, I don't know sometimes what to do. But the Holy Spirit's all-knowing. Ask for help. That's what Romans eight twenty six says. Holy Spirit, I don't know really how to pray. You will have some of these you don't know how to pray for. Pray for them. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Give you insight as how to pray for those individuals. If you are a Christ follower, you probably have people and circumstances that you care about deeply. Maybe you have a child who's living a lifestyle characterized by sinful behavior. Maybe you have a job decision that involves a radical change in responsibility or location, and you just don't know what to do or how to pray about it. Pastor Mark's teaching today will inform you that you don't have to know how to pray specifically about these situations. What you do have to realize is that in these times, the Holy Spirit does know how to best pray about these matters. You need to ask Him to help you, and He will. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Ephesians chapter 6 as he continues his message, Defeating Satan by Being Spiritually Dressed in God's Armor. Prayer is the spiritual energy we need to fight against Satan. It's no good to have all the armor on and I have no energy, no spiritual energy from God to fight the battle. Now, prayer is very simple. It's two-way conversation, two-way conversation with God. I basically talk to God, and then I listen to God. He does the same thing. He listens to me, and then he talks to me. It's just simple two-way conversation. Why pray then? Pastor Mark, I got the armor on. Why do I need to pray? Here it is. Number one, write these down. The Bible commands us to pray. One day, Jesus said it like this. He told his disciples in Luke 18, a parable, to show them that they should always pray and not Give up. Jesus didn't just command us to pray. He modeled it. Anytime he needed wisdom for his disciples, who to choose? He went to prayer. Before he blessed the food, before that miracle took place of the fish and the loaves, he prayed to the Father. God, I need help doing this. Now, if Jesus is our model and we see him praying everywhere, We, too, should copy that model in our life. Number two, prayer allows Christ followers to know God. If you're going to have any kind of a relationship with a person, 
a spouse, a friend, coworker, whatever, even your children. If you're going to have any kind of an intimate relationship, then every believer knows this. You have to communicate with them. Many problems in our marriages from day one, no communication, or only one side talking, the other side not listening, vice versa. That's a disaster in marriage. Well, that's why we pray to God. It's not just to get our wish list, which you'll see in a moment is absolutely foolish just to think that, but it's to get to know God. See, if I don't really know God, I'll never trust God. Then why would I put anything on a piece of paper? Because I don't trust him. Anybody believe God still answers prayer today? Okay, 22%, that's good. The altar call is going to be thousands of people. Does God answer prayer? Come on. Has he ever answered your prayer? Oh, my goodness. We'd never get out of here if we started on the first row of that one. So understand, if I don't have intimacy, I will not be able to trust God. And I won't believe that he can do anything, which he can. There's nothing too hard for God. Now, number three, prayer allows us to discover God's will for our lives. How long was Jesus in the wilderness praying and fasting? How long? 40 days. And what was the first answer he gave? Put it in a stone. He said, no, 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 I'm not doing your will. I'm doing whose will? God's. Where did he get that strength from? Prayer. Now, I'm not asking you to pray 40 days or fast 40 days. That was a huge thing for Jesus to show us that nothing can defeat God's word and prayer. Now, here's a prayer I pray kind of, it's a kind of a joke, so relax. But I kind of pray this prayer every morning. I want you to see and see if you could tell me if there's anything wrong with this prayer. Here we go. The Balmer translation. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask We ask for anything we want, God will give it to us. Some of you that are new going, praise God, I found the right church. This is phenomenal. Uh, No, I have a little word down here at the bottom. What's it say? Uh, No. Now, what does that verse really say? Let me share it with you. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything, watch me, according to his Will, he hears us. The longer you live, the more you know this. God's will for us is better than any plan I have. Even when he says no or wait. So you have to understand that. Prayer allows me to discover God's will. The Lord's prayer. It's kind of the disciples' prayer. God, may your will that's being done in heaven be done here on earth. That's what you want. Prayer helps me submit my will to his will. Just exactly what Jesus did. Because if you push your will, quite often God will let us do it. And then you're going to have to make a U-turn because it's a disaster. I've been there and you've been there. I always want God's will. I struggle with that, but I try to always put it first. Now, number four, prayer helps us not to worry. As I look out and guaranteed, we could just begin saying, what are you worried about today? Well, Pastor Mark, I'm a Christian. I never worry. 
Liar, liar, pants on fire. Here we go. Of course we worry. We all worry. But prayer helps me. And here's what Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Paul writes it like this. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Wow. I don't do that all the time. You don't either. But it's a challenge to me. I have to understand prayer helps me not to worry. Worrying solves how much? Nothing. It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't get it done. It doesn't help me at all. And it accomplishes nothing. And it affects me spiritually, emotionally, and you've all experienced it as well. Worry affects me physically. There's all these kind of things. Think of all the things Satan brings to our mind to tempt us to worry. He's the one playing up there. Now, Paul says, defeat the enemy with the sword of the spirit. Pray to God. Take those worries to God and do what? Give them to him. Worry about nothing, but pray about everything. That's biblical. It came right from the Logos, word of God. Number five, prayer is a deciding factor in spiritual warfare. The armor is essential. Prayer is essential. Paul wrote it. The Holy Spirit is the author. It's not there by mistake. The armor is absolutely necessary. But prayer is a deciding factor in spiritual warfare. Now, Paul goes on in that verse I just read to you about not worrying, but to pray. Look what happens when I do that. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see... When I know that I can't handle this and I shouldn't worry about it, whether it's spiritual warfare or something at home or a million different things, health things, all kinds, if I just give it to God, what does he replace that worry with? The peace of God. Would you rather sleep at night with your worries or would you rather sleep at night with the peace of God? You all know that. Remember the song? Tossing and turning, tossing and turning all night. How many remember that song? Come on. How many of you last night tossed and turned? Put your hand up. Be honest right now. Come on. Now, dear spouse, put your hand up because he isn't. He's lying. Remember? He, oh, what are you doing in the bed? Am I right? Let me ask you again. Would you rather sleep with the peace of God or the worries that you have? See, that's a deciding factor. God, I don't know what to do, but I'm praying for this. You do what's right. I believe you can do it. I don't have to worry about it, but I'm praying for it because nothing is impossible with you. See, so many of our churches, they never emphasize prayer anymore. It's an emphasize in this campus and always has been. Every one of our campuses understand this principle because it's biblical from God. Now, look at verse 18. Paul just spreads it right on the table. Look at this. And pray in the Spirit, watch these words, on all occasions, with all kinds of prayer and requests. For with this in mind, notice this word, be alert. And always keep on praying for 
all the saints, all the believers. First thing he says is pray in the spirit. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, there's numbers of meanings to it, but the basic meaning is simply this. Often, I don't know how to pray about a certain situation. But the Holy Spirit does. He knows everything. Let me read it to you. Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for or how to pray for a person. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. You see, the Holy Spirit leads us and he helps us to submit to the will of God. I might be praying for something and it just doesn't. I'm thinking, oh, I kind of got my my own will mixed up in there. Forget that. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me. I want your will. I want this. Here's where we sometimes have really difficult times. And I, I experienced this many times, of course, being a pastor. person is sick. And they're really sick. And they've been suffering for a long time. And we know that God heals. So when I go to pray for somebody, I always pray this. I know you can heal them, God. I always pray that. That doesn't mean that's God's will. I don't, really, I don't know God's will. But I know God heals. Can I hear an amen? Come on. He heals. He heals. We've all been healed physically. But sometimes when you're looking at that... And the age is older, and there's like no hope really from us, but there's always hope with God. You know what? Sometimes, not to them, but even behind after I leave, I'll just say this. God, I know you can heal that person we just prayed for. But if it's your will, and you're not going to heal her, just take her or him to heaven. Now, I don't pray that to them, because I don't know. I leave that with the Holy Spirit. I'm not God. You're not God. See, there's all kinds of things like that in our life. Should I speak to my son and daughter about this lifestyle? Or should I just be quiet and pray for a while? See, I I don't know sometimes what to do. But the Holy Spirit's all-knowing. Ask for help. That's what Romans 8.26 says. Holy Spirit, I don't know really how to pray. You will have some of these you don't know how to pray for. Pray for them. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Give you insight. Is how to pray for those individuals. Amen? Now, all occasions. Paul says we need to pray on all occasions. What does that mean? <laughs> it simply means every area of our life. We have so many things to pray about. So many crazy things happen in our life. We just pray to God. God, you have the answers. I don't know what to do in this situation. Boom, all occasions. All kinds of prayer. What kind of prayer is that? Well, public, private, praise and thanksgiving. It's a good thing to say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for your blessings to me. I know you love these people. I, there's nobody you don't love. But I just thank you for your grace. You know what I get up quite often in the morning because I walk early? I see the sun. You know what always is coming to my mind? This is the day that the Lord has made. It's another day to what? Be sad, take my antidepressant, and worry. No, no, no. To rejoice and enjoy God. Amen? Here's another thing I do. When the sun comes up, From the rising of the sun to the going down, your name is to be praised. He's with us all day long. He's there. Now, the next one is this. Be alert. Now, why do I need to be alert in prayer? I live in a war zone. You live in a war zone. Satan's busy 24-7. Remember what Peter said? He's a roaring lion looking who he can devour. 
He's always there. So I have to be alert. I need to be alert against the cares of this world and every kind of thing in my life. You need to be the same. Now, understand when you're thinking of this, one thing. I need to be alert sometimes just when I pray. Let's see if any of you understand. You're having a devotion time, and you're praying. You just finish your reading. I usually read, and then I pray. You just finish that, and you start praying. Exactly. We mean well. Just a million things come. How about this one? Well, there's a list that comes right to my mind now. Woo! 22 things I got to do today. You know, I start writing and pretty soon. Oh, no time for prayer. Now, who causes that? Satan. He comes in and what? Distracts our mind. Now, here's what I've learned to do. And I do this pretty much every day. My wife would tell you that's the truth. I'll get up. I have a computer on my iPad. I have a thing that gives me different prayer things that I'm praying for seven days. And I just, it rotates and different ones come. So I'll just say to my wife, had my coffee, had a little breakfast. I'll see you a little bit. I go outside and I start walking. It's very difficult to walk. And <laughs> so I'm not going to fall asleep. You know what else I do? I pray out loud. Now the squirrels don't mind at all. I just pray out loud. Now, why would I pray out loud? Because it's reinforcing into my mind what I'm saying. Sometimes when you, mm -hmm, we don't follow through enough. You know what I mean? So I pray out loud. I pray out loud. So let me challenge you. Tomorrow, when you're praying, by the way, when you're praying, do you know what you're doing? Battling Satan. It's war. It's not a laughing matter. It's This life is not a playground. A battlefield it is. So when you're doing that, I'd encourage somebody to walk outside your campus, wherever you're at, or at home. Pray out loud. Make sure that you are spending that time valuable in a way that you're alert to what's happening. Next, be persistent. Paul says be persistent in our prayers. Don't give up. There's a verse in the Bible in Matthew says it like this, Matthew 7, 7 and 8. Ask, seek, and knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. Now, the original meaning of that is really this in the Greek. Keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Don't give up. Until God answers. Just keep praying. Then it says, pray for all the saints, all the believers. Why would I pray for all the believers? Because every believer is at war. I can't pray for all of you individually by name, but I can pray. I pray for our campuses. I pray for our elders. I pray for our pastors. Those kind of things. I pray for all of you at the campuses. So do many, many, many people. You prayed for me for a long time while I was with all this crazy sickness and stuff. Thank you. But see, we can't do life alone. So we should pray for others. Now, at the end, it's very amazing. Look at verse 19 and 20. It is so, so much of an inspiration to me. Look at what Paul prays. Now, look at me just for a moment. Paul is one of the greatest men in the Bible. Wrote so much of the New Testament. He planted the church he's writing to. And the first thing he says in this verse, look at this, pray also for me. Now, is that humbling or what? See, 
Could you be that humble? I find that even myself sometimes, I won't ask people to pray for me. And you know why we don't do that? Because we're prideful. Well, I don't want them to know I have this little issue or something over here. Marriage needs a little tweak. I, I don't want them to know that. Wait a minute. Paul, the greatest guy in the New Testament, other than obviously Jesus, says, pray for me. And one more key. He's in Rome. The church is in Turkey. Did he go beyond the measure of where God can answer prayer? Did he cross the 500-mile line? God says, sorry, prayer can only goes to 500 miles. Does he? No. Prayer can go to where? Heaven to here. By the way, when we go to Israel, we have a local call right to heaven because it's God's country. That was a joke, just in case I missed it. All right. Why do I say that? The distance is no problem with prayer. Because you have relatives. You have friends. We all have. I have mission places that I go to often. Is distance an interference with prayer? Not at all. So here's prayer. He says, pray for me. Wow. Maybe that will challenge all of us. When we have a need, find somebody you trust. Ask them to pray for you. Now, what what does he ask for? Look at this. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for I'm an ambassador change. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. What's he saying? Notice what he doesn't say. Get rid of the chains. Break me out of jail. He doesn't say that at all. He says, I want to be on mission. Pray that I'll be bold enough to the soldiers that are attached to me to share the goodness and the grace of God. He says, pray that I'll stay on the mission that Jesus gave us. That's a huge thing for all of us. Keep the mission in line first. That's why we're here. Seek and save those that are lost. Put that on your sheets. Pray for those neighbors as you walk by in the morning that just need God and that you would be bold enough, that I would be bold enough to open our mouths and share. I want you to write this last statement. Let's read it together from the beginning out loud. Here we go. When we pray, things happen. When we don't pray, things don't happen. You say, Pastor Mark, like, is that biblical? Yes. James says it like this. You have not because you ask not. See, if I'm going to be in the will of God and do what God wants, it starts with prayer. His will. When I pray, things happen. Now, sometimes God will say no. That's okay. A no is good. Sometimes a no is way better than a yes. But we need to be praying people. Make sure you're here. Try to be here as often as you can. And just let's defeat the enemy with the sword of the Spirit. Amen? Today, Pastor Mark taught you how having the spiritual armor and the sword of the Spirit is no good to you if you don't have the power to use them. You learned that the power to use them comes from prayer. If you don't have a good prayer life, you won't be able to resist temptation and the devil. Just like eating right fuels for your physical body, a good prayer life fuels your spirit. 
you don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Well, this ends the teaching defeating Satan by being spiritually dressed in God's armor. And it also closes out this series called Blessed. We hope that you discovered how much God loves you and wants to show you how to succeed and prosper with his help and guidance. We trust that what you've heard will propel you forward in your relationship with God. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team, your lessons for living, we want to say thank you for tuning in. And may God bless you. Together, let's do life right. in a hurting world a new hope he is giving